Welcome to the La Dolce Vita Show, a woman's guide to living a fearless and fabulous life. My name is Heather Pickin, and I am here to give you that winning formula so that you can get clear on your vision, stay true to your values, and break through those mental walls. Check out my free resources at heatherpickin.com. This podcast is brought to you by Fierce Femme Wine, a woman's wine that inspires dialogue for change. Visit fiercefemme.com. So let's get ready as we uncover the formula to your success in business, career, and fabulous life. Welcome, everyone, to the La Dolce Vita show, where we break down the formula on what it takes to be a fearless woman in the world today. And I bring guests around the world, fearless female entrepreneurs, visionaries, and leaders that definitely have a story to tell. And today I brought on uh, Jody Harris, and she has 30 years of experience in corporate America. Uh, she's a mother of three and has had, actually being a mother of, of three and a successful business owner has taught her to be one of the most powerful business women in the business sector. And Jody wants every woman to be successful through their life's journey so that they can put their time and energy into the things that matter to them. Uh, she really encourages women and men to never give up on their vision and dreams. And oh, we're gonna be talking about that today. Uh, the entrepreneur journey can feel like a roller coaster. I can, I can definitely attest to that. And lonely at times. Uh, her successful track record wasn't easy to achieve. Therefore, she encourages others when they feel like giving up just to keep going. So Jody, thank you so much for being my guest today. Well, thank you, Heather. I'm so excited to be here. Oh my gosh. I'm so, you know, one of the reasons why I reached out to you, Jody, is that um, we are connected on Facebook and I saw that you were, I believe it was on QVC. HSN. HSN, HSN. They have actually merged. I love that. I, I didn't know that. Uh, and, and you are an inventor. So let's talk about the products. I think you've invented a few of those. So let's talk about what those are. Right, right. So a few years ago, I was stuck in a hotel and I couldn't zip up the back of my dress. So me, not being bashful, I step out into the hallway and the first man that I see, I say, hey, can you help zip me up? He ran. I was like, okay, he is not the guy for me. Later, a nice older gentleman came out and uh, I said, could you please zip up my dress? I mean, I was already late for a meeting. And he said, yes. And he said, you know what? If somebody would create something to zip up these dresses, they'd be a millionaire. And it wasn't till later in the day when I had a few minutes after my meeting that the light bulb go off and say, oh my gosh. So I created a product called Zip Me. And actually, I just make them um, for good friends now or for special events. But it led me to my next journey of creating a health product. You know, we all have to clean our hands. And sometimes water and soap's not available. So I created Yet Be Gone, which is a handheld product that you spray on your hand. It's all natural ingredients so that my granddaughter, she happens to lick her hands 
after she uses it, she's not going to get sick. So, you know, it's just really neat how one product leads to another and that leads to the journey. And I, I'm truly blessed. I love that, Jody. And it, it's interesting because, you know, let's go to your first invention. You, you had a situation where, you know, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm in trouble. I need someone to zip up my dress. And then he specifically, like to me, I feel that was like a message from the universe. He said, hey, yes. this would be a million dollar invention. And then it takes you to, you know, the next one. So I, I absolutely love that. I, I really want women to understand like, you know, you can create uh, solutions out of, out of challenges. You really can. And it doesn't matter if it's a problem such as a product or even if it's a financial issue that you're going through, you can create your own solution. And I think it goes back to having the mindset that anything is possible, that when the going gets rough, you just keep on going and you keep on shining that light bright and you keep moving towards your goals. So it really doesn't matter whatever uh, obstacle you're facing, just keep going to get through it. Mm, yeah, it, it's so true. Let, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about not giving up because I, you know, I have always shared on my show and on social media that I wanted to throw in the towel many times where I hit like a financial wall or I had a breakdown in my relationship, which almost caused my business to be bankrupt. And I, I just, I had to find the courage to keep going. And I had my own little mantra, like I'm here for a reason, I've got to keep going. So what were some of the moments where you were questioning yourself, like, should I be doing this? Was it a question of like investing more money? Uh, kind of take us through there. Well, Heather, I, I want all your listeners to know that um, I, I'm not perfect. And I've had those days where I'm like, okay, I can't get out of bed. I'm not going to the office. I mean, for 17 years, um, I was in, well, really 30 years, I was in corporate America, 17 years of that was in the government and I was still running my businesses. I mean, I was working 120 hours a week, which is going on about two hours of sleep. Wow. But I never lost focus of my dream of my goals. And really you talking about speaking into the future, speaking your prophecy um, to make things happen. I had told myself for the last three years, by the time I'm 50 years old and I will be 50 in January, I would retire from the government. One month ago, actually more than that, almost eight weeks ago, I gave my notice and one month ago I left the federal government. So it's, it's setting a goal, making a plan and never giving up on it and knowing that you're going to have obstacles, but speaking to the universe, I speak to God. I'm like, okay, you're bigger than that problem. Let's move it because I'm going, you know, I mean, yes. Um, there were times that I would look at my bank statement and say, oh my gosh, the revenue isn't coming in and I've got a big show coming up or I've got a big buyer that's going to buy all these uh, yet be gone and I've got to get them ready. You know, I just said, I know that you're going to provide and I'm going to keep on working. And you know what? Things actually work out. Mm, I love that. Let's go back to what you were talking about, having a vision. One of the things that I help my clients with is getting really clear 
on your vision. And it sounds like you had a vision that was bigger than yourself. So when you, when you were really getting clear on your vision, like, did you have a process where you were writing it down? Were you meditating on it? Like, take us through that process. Oh, Heather, I would love to say yes, yes, yes. That's exactly what I did. But you know, my vision actually looked like this. And here I've got a piece of paper. I'm going to write on it. I mean, it was screwed up because I knew the goals that I was trying to achieve, but getting to those goals, I didn't have the footprint. And all I have known all my life is to work hard. And any obstacle that came in my way, I was going to have to climb over them because I, there was a point in my life I didn't have other options. You know, I was a... Um, in a domestic violence situation with three young kids and I had to get out. Now, a lot of times um, women tend to stay because they don't see a way out. I feared for my health, for my children's health, there's no other option but to get out. And so taking that mentality into my entrepreneurial business, it gave me the ability that even if your plan looks like this, you know, you can still see your vision. And as long as you're taking action steps every day and providing income producing activities every day, you're going to get to your goals. Mm. Because I too have women who I mentor that say, okay, where's the checklist, Jody? You know, how do I get there? Okay, tell me what your goals are. Let's work backwards and let's see how you're going to have to achieve that. And I think that's very important, especially as women. Um, we need to know that that path isn't always um, straight and that it's going to be curvy. And sometimes you're going to go back 360 degrees uh, before you get there, but that's okay. Keep going. Mm. It's such words of encouragement for women right now that have a big idea, or maybe they want to find their, their big idea. They want to create the vision. And they're thinking, oh, I have to know all of the steps, but in actuality, you know, it's not your job. I, I will tell you, Jody, I had a vision. I asked myself this question, like, what can I do that's going to empower millions of women? Uh, I asked myself that question, like, for a couple of years. I didn't really come up with a clear and concise answer yes. until recently, and I think we were talking before, uh, and I do have to create a plug for my wine, I, I decided I wanted to bottle my inspiration, create a message that was going to, uh, you know, create change for women. And, and I created, these are my first two releases, Fierce Femme, Vote Fierce, which is so timely. And, oh, I love it. <laughs> and then knowing yourself is like having a superpower. So I, I kind of look at this, it's not the traditional model of how, uh, you know, usually wines are labeled. So I wanted to kind of pivot in my idea. And I will tell you the way that this wine, it's transforming the way that I'm seeing like my business because it is, it's wine. Uh, but I'm now I'm being aligned to opportunities that I never thought were possible. And I, I did want to give up, uh, you know, in my journey. So I think what you're sharing, your message is, oh my gosh, it's so important. It's so juicy. I, I just really want women to connect um, with what you're saying. So Let's talk about going through the process of, in your um, field, creating a product and actually pitching it to uh, uh, HSN, right? 
Yes, 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 to a host on HSN. And let me tell you about my journey with Yet Be Gone. I had three different versions of it. So the first one started out as a toilet seat cleaner because I travel so much and I'm sorry, but airport restrooms are just gross. Oh, I, can't, I cannot do it. So Yet Be Gone was actually a toilet seat cleaner. But then it evolved into uh, being a hand sanitizer. So I went from a four ounce bottle to a two ounce bottle. And you know what? It was selling, but it wasn't until I packaged it in a credit card size container did it really start selling. Just think if I would have given up. Just think if I would have given up on those 50 sales, 500 sales. I'm over 50,000. No, I'm almost 100,000 sales right now and yet be gone. Wow. And I'm almost in every state in the United States um, having my product in small boutiques. I mean, three, four years ago, I could have given up. Absolutely. But, but you have to be flexible. You have to understand that sometimes your vision isn't exactly how it's going to pan out and you need to be okay with that. And, but you need to keep working towards your goal. My goal was to put out a healthy product that when my granddaughter licked her hand or went to the bathroom, she had a clean facility. And here we go. Four years later, it's evolved into a credit card size container. You can put it in your pocket, in your purse. You can use it on your hands. I've had grown men who actually have come up to me who's had psoriasis or skin problems and say, we, we can't use traditional hand sanitizers, but we can use yours. You're giving us an alternative. You know, that's not how it started out. So that's why I always tell people your steps to get to your end vision or your end goal isn't going to be straight. That's okay. Yes. Keep working towards it. It, it is and so they, true. It is so true. It is not. I, I really want women that are listening right now that your path to success is not linear. So, right. you know, just try not to focus on, you know, oh, it's, it's going to be step-by-step. Step. No, no, it's not. Now let's go back to, you were saying that your product evolved, uh, you know, you went from a bigger size to a credit card size. So were you doing marketing research? Like were people telling you, Hey, this is too big. What gave you that inkling to change the size? Okay. So actually two people did. My chemist um, at my third party laboratory that was verifying it, he said, hey, have you thought about marketing this as a hand sanitizer or a cleaner because it's a natural product and the FDA doesn't recognize my active ingredient as a sanitizer? And I went, oh my gosh. He goes, you're brilliant. He thought my background was science. I said, no, I'm a commercial lender. I'm a numbers lady. So that right there was an aha moment. Also, another aha moment was I was out at a public event and there was probably a thousand people and a man again came up to me and said, I would carry your product if I could slip it in my pocket. And so that told me I needed to reshape my packaging. You know, I, I needed to really understand what the client wants. Uh, everybody always told me, Jody, go out and do market research. Um, make sure that you understand who your clientele is. Well, you know what? That's why I got the Rule Breaker Award um, here a couple of years ago because I don't follow the rules. Yes. You know, I, I am all about creating and putting it out there and getting feedback that way. Why I'm selling and making some money to continue my business.
And so that's exactly what I did. I took input along the journey and I modified my product. I was flexible and I think that that's very important. Think out of the box, be flexible and understand that the journey um, isn't always gonna be a straight line road like you were talking about. Absolutely. And I love the fact that you just put it out there. Like you don't have to be perfect. I have seen a lot of entrepreneurs, uh, many women saying, well, I can't put it out there because it has to be perfect. And, you know, I'm like, that's a recipe for disaster because that to me, some of those lessons are so valuable. You just got to put it out there and then figure it out as you go. Well, Heather, that's so true. And it also builds our character and our confidence. You know, if you get enough no's, you're eventually going to get a yes or get another idea of how to uh, recreate your product. And if I would have had what I thought was the perfect product out there and then I hit no, 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 and I was not allowing myself to be flexible, I would have stopped. And so along that journey, not only was I flexible, but my credibility was raised, my confidence was raised, and now I have a product that's being sold in, I think, 48 states within the U.S. Who would have known that? I love that. I love that. So take us to the moment uh, right before you got on uh, HSN uh, uh, pitching your product, or like, you know, you pitched the product, did they immediately say yes? What was the length of time when they said, okay, we want to put you on the show now? Um, it was about six months, um, that process where I went in and I pitched and then they said, hey, you're going to be on the show. Um, and people need to understand that when you are pitching to a large corporation like HSN, um, you're working on their timetable. So you would hurry up, you would make little changes for them, send it out, you'd get feedback. That went on for two or three months. And then when it was time um, that I received my purchase order and it was time to get my product out, we only had three weeks to wow. get over 8,000 yet begones together and get it out the door. I, I mean, that is having an amazing team. Um, my daughter, uh, whose birthday is today, you know, I have to shout that out, but she spearheaded it for me because I was still working at my J-O-B and I was traveling for six weeks. I mean, it's to have that support system in place. Now we have a mix and fill company, you know, but everything didn't just happen the way it was supposed to happen because if I would have said no to HSN, no, we cannot make this happen, I'd have never had another opportunity. So you had to figure out how are you gonna make this happen? Mm, I love that. And you know, you, you're speaking volumes when you talk about like timing is so critical. If you have an opportunity, you've got to jump on it. And, and also what you're saying, you know, if you're pitching something to a corporation, it is their timeline. Sometimes it takes longer, especially if you're asking for, uh, you know, a bigger chunk of money, if they're investing in you, uh, I know right now that I'm in the middle of doing that um, and it's so nerve wracking. So it's good to yes. <laughs> connect with you on that. Uh, but, but yeah, that opportunity, uh, I just, gosh, it's so important. Let's talk about another piece. You talked about like having a good team. Uh, were you working with a mentor at the time or did you read, uh, you know, different uh, about different inventors? Like what was your inspiration? Well, I'm very fortunate that over time I've had some amazing mentors and some of them have passed on, 
But uh, one of my mentors always told me, he said, Jody, once you create a product, you need to get it to market as quick as you can and you need to get it out the door. You need to sell, sell. So that is something that I hold on dearly. And it, um, that's how I understand how to work within timetables because I've always understood that their timetable might not be my timetable and that I need to continue marching on. Um, I've had people who will call me or text me in the middle of the night um, that I consider a mentor that, you know, we might not talk for three or four months but they've either caught up with me on social media or they've seen an email blast that sent out and they're like, because you did not give up on your journey, this is going to happen. So just having that third party validation, which I don't need, you know, I try to keep my own self validated because I know that I'm going to have the highs and the lows, but just to get that out of nowhere from people that you barely talk to, that's what um, allows me to keep going. And then being flexible to understand, you know, people will come into my life, Heather, that, um, you know, and I'm human. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I cannot talk to another person today. But sometimes God allows people to come into my life and I'm so glad that they did. Because yes, they tell me, Jody, you inspired me, you know what? they actually inspired me during the conversation. So I think it's those unexpected inspirations that also help keep you going, that also help you, um, help you create a new idea. Mm. And, you know, I really want to go back to when you said you were in negotiations with a company. One thing that I have found so beneficial in my life, because I am a person who's always going, 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 let's make things happen. Let's create, even if things flop, I'm still working. But to take care of myself because I have been horrible at almost 50 years. That has not been a priority, but the last few months I've been going out and taking those walks. I've been going out and, and doing my self development. I've been going out and getting those massages and what that has done for me has taught me to be even more patient. Cause when you ask people, patience is not at the top of my gifts mm -hmm. or in my talents, but it's teaching me to be more patient and to go through these processes and to be patient for responses. And that's really just been life changing for me. So oh, I answered I, I a couple of questions. <laughs> I, I can totally relate to, well, being impatient and learning how to just like let go. And I always say like, be in the void, be in the uncertainty, which feels completely uncomfortable. So how do you, how do you deal with uncertainty and fear? Like, did you put yourself in that headspace of going, okay, this, this product could totally tank. I've invested all my time and resources. Like what was your thought process? Or were you like, no, 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 this is going to work. I said, no, 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 this is going to work. Negativity never stepped into my mind. Now I, I admitted earlier, you know, you're going to have those days where you're not perfect, but immediately, as soon as you can grasp that and tell yourself, no, this is going to work. This is my vision. I, even if you had to recreate the labeling or the packaging, whatever it is, you keep going on that vision. And I can even see this product already leading into other products. So I think your mindset, having that positive mindset, being flexible, all of that wrapped together is going to help you along the journey because I too at points in my life have been negative. And as soon as I do, my health goes bad. Um, I don't feel good. I don't want to create. But once I take that barrier out, because I can control that. 
I can go five, four, three, two, one, you're out of here. And I can immediately say, okay, here's my 20 things to do on my to-do list. Let's get to popping. And once you make that immediate switch, it does something to your mind for now you're back in the creative mode and somehow, oh, I know how, I mean, I, I believe everything happens for a purpose, but I mean, your revenue keeps kicking in. You're selling product. You're getting those calls for 60,000 going to the Northwest here in about three or four months to be put into grocery stores and convenience stores. You know, if I do not continue working, if I do not continue reaching out, making those contacts, then that does not come back and help me with my positive mindset. But those no's give me more of a positive mindset than all those yeses do. So it's really controlling your mind, being positive, getting rid of the negative so that you can continue on your journey. Mm, I love that. You know, so what you're saying is mindset is everything. Mindset will help you to take action. Uh, especially when, you know, you do have those negative thoughts. I, I appreciate you're saying that because not every day you're going to wake up and go like, oh my gosh, I'm so positive. Where, you yes. know, you, you got to learn how to navigate around that, what I call that brain noise. So that yes. you can push through uh, when you have a challenging day. So I, I, I so appreciate that. It, you know, it just really... Um, you're, you're such an embodiment of a fearless woman that if you put your mind to something, you believe in your vision, you keep taking action, that you can do it. I am practicing right now not speaking negative about my business, about my future. You know, because like I said, I'm not perfect. And there were times where I would speak, oh my gosh, this is going to tank or this isn't working. What do I do? I am now teaching myself not to speak it. I might think it which is okay. But once I think it, then I automatically have to put a positive out there. So if I think, oh my gosh, we haven't had sales in a day. What am I going to do? Hey, Jody, you have sold almost a hundred thousand yet be gone. Hey, Jody, you have this huge purchase order coming in. It instantly changes my mind. So instead of speaking it, the negativity, I'm okay if I think it, but I'm immediately pushing out positive instead of speaking negativity. I love that. And, you know, this is something that I work with female entrepreneurs and it's, it's, you're essentially changing the neural pathways in your brain because if you keep thinking negative and you're speaking negative, you're essentially wiring that behavior. It, it becomes a habit. And that's why people never achieve their dreams. They, they give up too soon. So you're saying, you know, you, you've got to focus on what you want. Um, also, do you have, I'm really big on creating a success ritual uh, for my day. So do you have a success ritual that you take yourself through? Like you don't start work until you do it? Well, and I'm an early riser. So I'm on central time here in the great state of Oklahoma. Um, I wake up at 530 every morning. That is my go-to. Um, I spend a, a few moments being thankful. Thankful for everything in my life. And that's the obstacles that I have to overcome that day. Whatever it is, I am thankful. And I know, and I am prophesying that whatever's been put in my way, I'm going to move it. So if there's a big uh, mountain, I need to get $10,000 in here to make this purchase order happen. We're going to move that mountain. 
and I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. So that is the first thing that I do. Um, I tried to exercise first thing in the morning, but that didn't work. But I try to put exercise into my daily routine. Um, and then I'm usually creative between about 6.30 and about 9.30. So if I'm creating new labels, if I'm creating new content, I usually try to do that during that time. And then after 9.30, I'll return calls and emails, um, work on some of my social media uh, content that I'm pushing out, um, coming up with, with new revenue streams, uh, working on that for in the afternoon. And just trying to be present um, with my family, who's my top priority. And I'm, I'm a Gigi. I'm a grandmother. And I love it, you know, and trying to be there, even though they live far away. I know they get out of school at three o'clock. So having that time to make that FaceTime call and just to see that those beautiful faces, and even if it's only for two or three minutes. So that is my plan for my day. And that works for me. Sometimes I have to be flexible and sometimes I have to look at that email at seven o'clock, but I really like pushing it back to about nine 30. I love it. I love it. And, and I like what you're saying, being grateful. I, that's exactly how I start out my day. I, I give gratitude to everything that I have and future pacing what, you know, just kind of putting it out there, speaking my future. Uh, it's just such a powerful connection um, that you can do, especially in the morning. Uh, really, really important. So Jody, thank you so much for this inspiring interview. Um, I really appreciate you. your time and your wisdom and just your whole journey. And before we go today, where can people buy your products? Well, they can go to my website and it's yet be gone, but I spelt it different just because I wanted it to stand out. I, I break all the rules. It is www.yukbgone.com. Awesome. And that will also be in the show notes. Well, again, I want to thank you so much, Jody, for being my guest. And thank you, I, Heather. My pleasure. My pleasure. And to all of our female listeners, either if you're listening on iTunes or watching on YouTube, uh, you, you got to look at Jody. She is a fearless woman. She saw her vision through and she is unstoppable. So take a page from Jody's book. Until next time, this is Heather Pickin. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. So if you like what you hear on this podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe. Interested in becoming a sponsor or learning more about leadership for women's performance using neuroscience or business coaching, contact support at heatherpickin.com. And don't forget to grab my latest book, The La Dolce Vita Formula, by going to fearlessandfabulousbook.com. That's fearlessandfabulousbook.com.